Hello, with the NFL draft coming this Thursday, Sterling from Silver Star Sports and I decided to get together and do a mock draft. Sterling, how are you doing today? Doing really good. I'm excited for the NFL draft. It's the only thing keeping me sane during this quarantine time. Um, excited to see how it all unfolds. Oh my God, I am dying for sports. And with that Jordan documentary yesterday, I think this is the first time in like five weeks my TV had actually been on ESPN. True, yeah. Yeah, you can only watch so many reruns of former events. Oh my god! Get tired. It's like awful. Like I can't, I can't do that stuff. <laughs> I can't watch reruns. Um, all right, so let's dive right into it. So the first pick, we got the Bengals. Now I saw that you put them 29th in your power rankings. I think that they're a team that could surprise some people this year. I'm not saying they'll get in the playoffs, but I think they could easily win six games. And from where they were last year, that's a huge improvement. They're also going to be adding Jonah Williams, who was out last year. Um, He was the tackle from Alabama. So it's kind of like they're going to be getting two first-round picks. They obviously need a quarterback, O-lineman, linebacker, tight end, pass rusher. What do you think about the Bengals? Uh, The Bengals, like you said, I had them 29th in my power rankings. My power rankings were like a pre-draft thing, so it wasn't accounting for Joe Burrow yet. But... The Bengals, I think last year was a bit of an anomaly. Like, they're not typically that bad of an organization. So I think they'll bounce back. And as you said, Jonah Williams, he was my top offensive tackle prospect last year. So he'll be a big add. Um, they have the 33rd picks. So that's basically almost another first-round pick. Um, the only thing I'm not sure about the Bengals is, with, is, is Zach Taylor, their head coach. I don't know if he's like Sean McVay, or I don't know if he's like one of the worst coaches because I couldn't really see like any improvement from the Bengals from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, but who knows? It's such a copycat league. It was almost like if you had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay for like a year, you got a head coaching job. So yeah, I mean, like you don't really know if he's the guy because some guys are just not cut out to be a, a coach. They're just coordinator type of guys. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, first pick. I think it's Burrow. What do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Lock that in. All right, so let's lock in Burrow. Second pick, we got the Washington Redskins. New coach. They're basically starting over again in D.C. They'll have to decide if Haskins is the man or not the man. The main thing with them, I think, is if they're going to trade Trent Williams, this is the time to trade Trent Williams. Yeah, that bridge has been burned with Trent Williams. I think go ahead and trade him see what assets you can get rather than drag it out any longer you know yeah i mean because i think how i look at stuff with players is if they're not going to resign you want to trade them when their roi is the highest and i think a third round right now would be the top you can get for them yeah so hopefully you know it'll be interesting to see if they're able to swing a deal for them because there are teams that need an o-lineman um, their needs are tight end, wide receiver, running back, O-line, and a pass rusher. Um, I mean, another no-brainer, Chase Young. Yeah, I don't know how you could pass up on Chase Young. Generational pass rusher right there. And the thing with him, like we kind of saw with the 49ers last year, is when you get that pass rusher, it just makes the whole defense better. Yeah. Um, all right, the third pick is my Detroit Lions. So, 
I have a friend that works in works in the Lions organization, and last week he told me that the Patriots offered a first and two for two future first round picks for this third round pick. I just don't think see how with it being a win now for Patricia and, and uh, Quinn how they would make make that trade, but they could possibly trade down with the Dolphins or the Chargers. I just know being a Lions fan, whatever they do is going to be the wrong decision because they always mess things up. Um, they need a back. I think they kind of need a backup quarterback, I feel. I know they signed Chase Young, but I'm really not a Chase Young guy. Um, running back, O-line, defensive line, and cornerback I have down in their needs. Um, do you think the Lions are going to trade? I mean, what do you think about the Lions? Um, I think they'll end up with Akuda, mm-hmm. but... I don't think they'll take him at three. I think they'll trade down because there's always going to be a QB needy team that is willing to uh, pay the price to get their guy. So mm-hmm. in this scenario, I'm thinking the Dolphins. All right, so let's have them trade down with the Dolphins. Um, what are you? Uh, what What are we having the pick being? We're We're gonna have the trade. I'm so, like, uh, are you saying three and five, and then? And then what What else would the Dolphins throw in? 26, 39? I'm thinking 39 because, yeah. yeah. I think 39 too. I think giving up two firsts for a third is just too much. I know I've seen a lot of people say the 26, but a fifth and a 26 for a third just seems too steep in my eyes. Yeah. All right, so let's do that one. And then, uh, all right, so let's look at the Dolphins real quick now. Yeah. What do you think about the rumors coming out recently about Herbert and liking Herbert more than Tua? Do See, you think it's a smokescreen? Do you think it's legitimate? Or? I So when Chan Gailey was hired, that hiring made zero sense to me. But when I looked into it more, four out of Fitzpatrick's five best seasons were under a Gailey's offense. So I think whoever they pick is obviously going to sit. And... With the uncertainty of Tua's injuries, and if you pick a quarterback in the top 10 that's a bust, I think they have to go Herbert. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think Tua's injury concerns are really going to scare them off to where it's close enough that they'll pick Herbert. But I still don't believe in Herbert as a top three pick. But I don't yeah. either. I think it's Burrow, huge drop, and then everybody else. I would agree with you on that. So, and then also, like, I've talked to you before about my, my Tua rant. I just don't think his game plays at the next level just because he's he has a hip injury, and that's going to decrease his movement. Also, if you watch the way he throws the ball, his palm placement is low on the ball, and he just yeah, doesn't have... that weird hitch. He's got a hitch, and... I put his throwing motion on a split screen that's to Burrow, and it's like night and day. It's it, And Burrow really doesn't have that big of an arm strength. Yeah. So, all right, so let's go. We're going Herbert here to the Dolphins, right? Yes. All right, so we got Herbert to the Dolphins. Now we got the Giants. Giants are another team that I like, and I saw they were low in your power, power rankings. I They're think Dan- my personal favorite team, so oh. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I'm a pessimistic Giants fan with how low I am on them. I think this they're going to do good this year, scares man. Me. This I- pick scares me because I don't trust David Gettleman to make the right choice. Um, 
I would take Isaiah Simmons personally. I think he's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Can play all across that uh, defense or all across that defense. Um, but I know Gettleman likes his big boys, and he might go Becton. But I think he's the worst in the four tackles. So I, and, I, I just don't know, and I've heard all sorts of rumors. So and plus, uh, it, it came out like he failed a, he failed a drug test too. I don't see how you can take a O lineman with a fourth pick after he failed the drug test. Yeah. So what do you think they do as far as? I mean, I think Simmons is, like you said, an insane talent and will be great at the NFL level. But with it being Daniel Jones and you got to protect the quarterback and Garrett has a great history of developing younger type, younger quarterbacks. Oh my God. It's one I mean, part of me thinks if you're going to draft an offensive lineman, you're better off trading down with the Jaguars and taking Nijoku, like sending uh, yeah. the third, pick, the fourth pick down to the Jaguars for the ninth pick in Nijoku. I think if you take an offensive lineman, you do that because you can get an offensive lineman there and you can have a defensive lineman. But if you're going to go Simmons, you just take Simmons. All right, so... What do, you, what do you, want? you want to do for this mock draft? Let's do Simmons. Let's just do Simmons. Okay. He's the best on the board. and So let's God, do Simmons. So I'll, I'll pencil in Simmons. Now we're at the Lions. Um, Back to the Lions. Lions, we said Njoku, right? Replacing Slay. Right. You need a lockdown cornerback in the Patricia system. It just kind of makes sense. Yeah. Akuda, I think he's just he's so talented. His tackling ability... Is uh, man coverage, zone coverage, he's scheme, like independent. It doesn't matter what scheme he's in. I have high praise for him as a cornerback. And, like, the funny thing is, is people are saying, like, oh, well, he only had three interceptions. Well, that's because no one threw at him when he was yeah, at. Interceptions might be one of the worst indicators of for how good a corner is. I don't Like, it's not just about interceptions, you know, passer ratings. Oh, uh, deflections, yeah. you know, do they even throw his way like you mentioned? And, I mean, he's got good footwork. He's fluid in his movement. I'm, I think he's going to be a stud at the next level, and I think it's a no-brainer for the Lions to take him here. I, I agree. So let's lock that in. All right, so let's lock him in. Now we got the Chargers. Chargers, they improved their offensive line in the offseason, which was one of their glaring weaknesses. Personally... I don't think that Eckler is an every-down running back. Um, and also with them, Ingram and Bosa are both entering the final year of their contract. And this is they're starting the post-Philip Rivers era. And I heard that they're going to run a version of the Ravens offense with Taylor under center. I have their needs as quarterback, running back, wide receiver, defensive line, and cornerback. What do you think about the Chargers? The Chargers are one of those teams uh, that I really believe in next year. I think last year everything went wrong for them. Like they went two and nine in games decided by seven points or less. Like that's not likely to be repeated again. I think Tyrod Taylor, he's not a high end quarterback, but I think he doesn't turn the ball over, which Philip Rivers did a lot last year. Mm-hmm. Their O line's better with Bulaga and Turner in the yeah. trade. Um, I like the Chargers next year. I think they got a lot of playmakers. 
Eckler, we still don't know if he's an every down back, but I like their weapons outside between Allen and Williams. Um, Hunter Henry is one of my favorite young tight ends in the league. Um, that D line, really impressive. Thing is, though, they have a lot of pending free agents, as you mentioned. Um, yeah. And a lot of people that need to get money. For the Chargers, I think one of the worst things they could do is take Tua or Herbert or whichever one falls to them. Yes. I'd keep building up that O-line, take Andrew Thomas or Jedrick Wills if I were them. Okay. Yeah, I I think they should definitely go O-line too. Um, so, O-line, what do you want to do here? Do you want to go Thomas or Wierce? Who do you like better? I kind of like Wierce, but that's just, I mean... I don't know where you stand. I Thomas is my offensive tackle one, and I actually have him as a top five prospect in this draft. I just okay. love his footwork. Um, he's more well-rounded, I feel like, than most of the other prospects. But I see him falling in a lot of boards, so let's go with worse because that might be more realistic. Okay. All right, so let's go with, let's go with Weirs. Um, draft results. Now we're up to the Panthers, and I... Panthers, I have no idea what they're doing. They traded their yeah. old lineman Turner to the Chargers, and you sign Teddy Bridgewater, but then you sign Robbie Anderson, who stretches the field, and Teddy Bridgewater doesn't throw down the field. So yeah, they're in a weird spot right now. Like they're rebuilding, but they were so uh, reluctant to rebuild for so long. And, uh, and, like, you can argue that Cam and Luke were the two biggest names in franchise history. And yeah, absolutely. you lost them. You lost Ron Rivera. And I just kind of felt like last year with McCaffrey, they were just kind of giving McCaffrey the ball to give him the ball. Like, yeah. It was kind of like, because they had Nor- Norv Turner, and it's when he came on and then his son took over, the offense was just funneled through McCaffrey, and I really feel that all those touches are eventually gonna gonna catch up with the kid. Yeah, it would be a shame with that massive contract he signed if he got injured like next season or oh, and, season after. You know, and they have no they're running a big risk. Yeah, and they have no backup running back either. They have none. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have their needs as I think they need a quarterback. I'm not a Bridgewater guy. I actually think the offense would probably be better. You'd have more RPO options if P.J. Walker was the quarterback one. Um, They need a backup running back, O-line, D-line, secondary. I think I'm a big Bradbury guy. I think your Giants got a steal when signing him. And I think losing him is really going to hurt what they're going to be able to do defensively. Um, And I also kind of feel that this pick kind of ties into what the Giants do. Because if the Giants go offensive linemen, I feel Simmons would fit in here great. But with Simmons off the board, I kind of think they go uh, Derek Brown. Yeah. I could see... I have them selecting Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. But I could also... I wouldn't be surprised if they traded down and um, just wanted to accumulate more picks for the future because okay. they rebuild. That's but, interesting because yeah. they definitely need talent. And... Trading down to get another pick would make sense, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even think of that. That's a good, that's a good catch, dude. Um, what do you want to hear? What do you want to do? You want to trade down? You want to have him take Brown? What are you thinking? I, mm, the trade scenario, I really want to have the Eagles trade into the top ten because I feel like Howie Roseman really wants his pick of the litter 
as okay. terms of wide receivers. Nice. But I don't know if they trade all the way up to seven. That's the only thing. Okay, so... I think they could wait. So let's just take Derek Brown for the Panthers. All right, so let's go Brown here. Okay, now let's shift to the cards. I like the cards going into next year if they can address their offensive line. Quarterbacks, they usually... if, if I look at it, if a quarterback's going to take a step, he's going to take a step in, in year two. And... They're surrounding Murray with the assets that he needs to take a big step in year two. However, I'm not sold on Kenyon Drake. It's kind of weird to me how two different coaching staffs in Miami have given up on him, and that makes me think there's something wrong with him beyond be off the field or during practice or in the locker room that we're not seeing. Yeah, a lot of people's perception of Kenyon Drake changed based on how he played at the end of last year, but I don't know. That was such a small sample size that I don't see that as how he normally plays, you know? And it was weird because he came in that one year, balled out, and then he was just a zero factor next season. Yeah. So um, I have their needs as offensive line, running back, tight end, even though that's really a non-factor in the offense. Um, D-line and secondary. Uh, I think they should take an offensive line here. To me, they're fools if they don't take an offensive lineman. What do you think? Yeah, they have to um, address the trenches. They're one of those teams that I feel like is really good on the outsides in terms of corners, wide receivers. They don't have that power element to them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're really lacking. So definitely got to address it. So let's um, go. Let's go, Thomas. Yeah. All, All right. right. Sounds good. So let's go, Thomas. There. Now, the next team is the Jaguars. You and I both agree they're going to be the worst team in the NFL. I, I think. Um, yeah, Minshew's being fed to the wolves next season. I mean, and it's kind of sad because this this team basically. Was a pl- almost went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and you, they also are they going to trade Njoku? Fournette was in the last year of is in the last year of his contract. Goes on national TV, says they should bring in Cam, and now he's on the trade block. So I just kind of feel that it's a lame duck coaching staff, a lame duck front office. I'm not sold on Minshew. I think the story is great, but I really don't. I don't see it with him on the, on the field, at least. I, I mean, like, he could have a long career where he bounces around. But as a, as a starter, I don't see an NFL starting quarterback with him. Yeah, my thoughts are similar because there was a lot of games where he just looked incredibly pedestrian. He, just, know, lo- like, he just looked bad. Yeah, like, uh, but uh, I don't know. And then Doug Marone's going to be out of there next year. I pre- feel pretty confident in saying that. Um, I don't know. They're just clearing house, and I don't know who's going to be around next year. It's just a bad situation in Jacksonville. And I mean, like, I could actually kind of see them moving to London because they never filled the stadium. I, and they're always they're playing like two games a year now there. I just kind of feel like it's a lame duck, lame duck everything there, and I kind of feel bad for the situation they're in. Yeah. So I have their needs as a quarterback, running back, offensive line, tight end, defensive line, 
cornerback, safety. They have a lot of needs in my book. Yeah, I I even have a linebacker as one of their needs too. Cause oh I yeah, Miles Jack here. Um, I don't know. And like, it just blows my mind when you have a player where you can get a decent pick for in return that doesn't want to be there. Just trade him. Nujoku doesn't want to be there. Just just trade him. Like if you can move up, I think they'd be silly not to move up. But. Um, all right, so Jags, where you, where do you think they're going here? Um, I mean, this is this is one of those picks where, I mean, when I did my mock draft, I actually thought they because sh- I like to build a team from the inside out. I think my personal choice is Kinlaw from South Carolina, but. If they pick him, it's almost like they could move down for that pick. With what's on the board, I mean, there's no—I don't think there's any way they take Tua because if they take Tua, you'd have to start him right away. They could go offensive line here, maybe C.J. Henderson. Um, I'm thinking that they—I've seen wide receiver being mocked to them, which I don't feel like that's their most pressing need. Oh, but man. I guess they could take like a, a best player available approach. Um, Jedrick Wills is still on our board too, right? Offensive tackle, Alabama. Yeah. I'm thinking one of those two guys, but if you're feeling different, we can go different. Let's let's go uh, let's go O line. Let's go uh, Willis. All right, sounds good. All right, so let's go him. All right, so that brings us to the Browns. Now, you weren't you and I weren't following each other last year. I was so anti. Cleveland, and I made so much money betting against him. It was great. Really? Um, That's awesome. Oh, my God. But I always do my listing of um, free agents. I actually had Conklin as my number one free agent just because I think, like I said, you build from the inside out, and bringing Conklin in is going to make their their weakness, which is the O-line of last year, one of their strengths. Um, Conklin, it, uh, free agents or quality right tackles like that don't hit the market often. But for the Browns to get him, address a position of need, and then at a pretty good price as well. Oh, and I mean, if the, I think if they go O line here, and with the Skafanski's offense, a weakness from the team just became a strength. So, I mean, I have their team needs as O-line, defensive line, linebacker, and safety. Um, You think they go O-line here? Yes, I think they'll go O-line. But how the board breaks, um, it wouldn't be the best option because they would only – I think the real – or I think they might have a choice of two offensive linemen, but how we're doing the board right now, it would only be left with Becton. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Becton's on the board. All right. So you mentioned a trade with the Eagles. Do you want to have the Eagles trade up to ten? Yes. All right. So let's have. All right. So let's have the Eagles trade up to ten. And um, what do you think? All right. So they're gonna trade with the Eagles. Oh, sorry, dude. Thank you. This trade simulator that I'm using 
these trades that they approve are sometimes the funniest trades in the world. Which one are you using? Um, Pro Football Network. Oh, yeah, that's the one I've been using. Uh, so, uh, so the Eagles trade up. Now let's look at the Eagles. Let me flip over to my Eagles notes. Eagles added my boy Big Play Slay, which immediately is going to address one of their biggest needs last year in, in um, cornerback. But, however, their wide receivers were awful last year. Oh and they had a bunch no, of practice squad guys. Oh, exactly. And they had no dependable option. And the thing with the um, Doug Peterson offense is it's so much better when you have that deep threat. And when they won that Super Bowl, they had Mike Wallace that could stretch the field. And then they brought in, they brought back D-Jack, hope, hoping he could fit fit that that um that place in the offense but he just couldn't stay on the field here so i mean i really feel wide receiver here is a no-brainer like you mentioned trading up here to get their wide receiver of choice but the magical thing is who is going to be the wide receiver of choice um what wide receiver do you have one on your board again i have judy but it's not that i mean it's pretty close between him and lamb See, the prospect I'm not big on is Henry Ruggs, which everyone loves. I agree 100% with both things. I think Judy is a great route runner. He has the ability to separate, and he has he he's just as fast as Ruggs. And I was looking. He actually had more quote-unquote big plays than Ruggs did at really? Alabama last year. So I think Ruggs, people just kind of fell in love with his speed. At the Which I don't, I don't understand. Like I, watching him play, you can see he's fast as can be. Like so, I don't understand why it took so many people by surprise the, the actual time he got. You know, like I know, and it's just kind of people just see that and they get so excited. Uh, it's my friend called what he called it. He called it the underwear Olympics the other day. Like they <laughs> fall in love with that stuff. So, all right. So let's have the Eagles here. You and I both agree, Jerry Judy. Yes. I. Wentz is getting that playmaker on the outside. Now we're going to the Jets. I'm not a Sam Darnold guy, like I said before. If the quarterback doesn't take this a big step in his second year, I just don't think he's going to take that step. And Darnold didn't take a step in my eyes. Granted, he was he's been hit 63 times so far in his career, sacked, which is an insane number. And now there's rumors coming out that they're going to look to trade Adams. Um, I just think the Jets are kind of a cluster. Yeah. Um, I am i don't really know what to think about Darnold because I feel like the Jets haven't put him in, in a good situation like since he's been in the league. You know, like their receiving core has always been underwhelming. Like I know Robbie Anderson's a deep threat, but pretty much his best receiver yeah and Robbie Uh, Anderson is really not that great the defense it's been good some years but inconsistent others like I don't know Um, so I think they're sort of wasting Darnold or the potential that they thought he had you know yeah I mean I don't Darnold's like the guy that I've never seen a guy get a bigger pass on potential than Darnold 
Yeah. You know, because like right. when you hear these guys talk, they always mention his potential. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm a coach. I understand the concept and everything. But there, there comes a time when you have to show that potential. And I just don't. I just don't see him. I don't know. I let's agree to disagree on Darnold. Um, so I, I have them. I, they obviously need an O line. They obviously need a playmaker. Their tight end, safety if they're going to trade Adams, cornerback, and D line. Where do you think they're going to go here? I feel like they're just going to go with whatever tackle is left. So Beckham from Louisville. Yeah, but okay. I I personally wouldn't make that pick. I'm just not high on Beckton at all. Oh, but I think I think he's gonna be a I I think he's gonna be a bust. I think he's just a big guy. And now with the drug test that came out, and then I read in a report that he really doesn't like the game. Like so, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be a bust. So yeah, he's one of those guys that benefited from the underwear Olympics. Like he ran a fast forty, but how often do you see like a left tackle like? I mean, uh, yeah, they get to the next level, but how often are they just going to be running like a full sprint? Like, that's not important. I know you need my offensive you, lineman. Yeah, you just want to be good at the, you want to be able to hold 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 the power. The excuse me, be good at the point of attack. You want to be good at the point of attack and keep engaged with your um with with your um rusher. Um, so are we just going to assume they're going to take Beckton here and he's going to bust then or? Yeah, I think so. I think that's realistic because how far do you think Beckton's going to fall based on what that those um, the drug testing? I think that he'll be the fourth guy off the board. I mm-hmm. I think there's a big enough gap talent wise between him and Jackson. Per, excuse me, perceived talent between him and Jackson that he won't fall beneath Jackson. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. So, um, all right, let's put him there. Now we got the Raiders. In my eyes, the Raiders are obviously moving on from Derek Carr um, because all those rumors about Brady, bringing Mariota. Williams, in my eyes, isn't a clear-cut wide receiver, wide receiver one. They also need help in the secondary. They brought in Eli Apple, but something fell through with that contract. I have their needs as D-line, quarterback, linebacker, and cornerback. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, cornerback is definitely a big one. Um, based on how we have the board, I like CeeDee Lamb to them because they really need that wide receiver. Like you said, Williams isn't your ideal wide receiver one by any means. So mm-hmm. I think he'd be really good in that West Coast, like Gruden offense, where he can get open quick and then use his acceleration. And it was funny, like, you were talking about speed wide receiver. Like, you and I look at rugs both ways. There was, like, this time when the Raiders, every year for the first round, would just take the fastest wide receiver on the board. I mean, so anytime I think Dar- of fast Darius wide... Darius Bay. Oh, exactly. Anytime I think of fast wide receivers, like, I immediately think of the Raiders. But let's 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 plug in Lamb here. I like, I like that fit. Now, the next team we got, we got the 49ers. The 49ers have... Two picks. They got this pick when they traded Buckner to the Colts, which it basically came down to who you want to play, Buckner or Armstead. They chose Armstead. Traded Buckner. Um, They have a pick 13 and pick 31, but then they have no picks rounds two through four. Mm -hmm. 
Um, plus, they have like five million running backs on their roster too. So, I know they're going to trade back and look to add some draft capital. I just don't. Part of me thinks they do use this pick and then trade the thirty-first pick. But um, that's what I think they do. Yeah. And then I have their needs as wide receiver, defensive line, cornerback, and safety. Yep, those are all my same needs. So, basically, do you look to replace Buckner and Cake Kinlaw here? Do you add Ruggs? Or do you go C.J. Henderson? I see a lot of um, 49ers fans mad at the thought of taking Kinlaw because they're like, they just traded an all-pro defensive tackle. But that's just the modern NFL. You gotta like clear up space. It's a sal- it it's, a, it's a salary cap league. Yeah, you gotta. So I think Kinlaw is the pick here, All right, so especially if he's still there on the board. All right, so let's let's go Kinlaw. I li- I like that kid a lot. And now, the team that I will personally be betting against the most in the NFL next year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they're basically in a win now scenario with Brady coming in. Um, I mean, everything they're doing right now is putting Brady in the situation to win. I have them, I think they need an O-line with Brady not being able to throw the ball down the field anymore. They need a pass-catching running back. They need a tight end. All these rumors with O.J. Howard leaving, plus their secondary cornerback and safety. Um, what what do you think about the Bucks? I think they're overhyped. I think they might make the wild card, but even then it's going to be tough. That uh, NFC South division is pretty tough. Um, Brady's just not a great fit for what they do. He you know, can't like throw the ball down the field. Attack he can't throw Winston. the ball down the field. Like Their offense is you want to stretch the field, and he can't throw it down the field. Yeah, that's not his game, especially at the age he's at. Like. I don't know. People just see the names and think it's going to work, but there's a learning curve that they're going to have to get over. And plus, there's no OTAs, so he's not going to have the timing with any of those guys either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they should go O-line here, but obviously on what we have right now, the best oh, O-lineman yeah. on Austin the board. Austin Jackson would be a reach. Austin Jackson, case. which would be an insane reach. They could trade down here, but if they were to trade down, um, I really don't think anyone would really want to trade up with them, to be honest with you. Yeah, is there any... Let me see. Um, yeah, I really don't see any teams. Look, is there any um, teams that might want Henry Ruggs trade up? I mean, the Broncos wouldn't flip one pick to get Ruggs. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, so I just don't see I just don't see how they could, you know, get out of this pick unless I don't only put it I don't see who would want to trade up for this pick. It's kinda of in that dead dead zone of the of picks. Um let's go um I mean, is there any way they don't go O line here? There's no edge rusher. Ah. No. Hey. I mean, they could this go. The board would not break well for them if this is how it actually turned out. 
I mean, they do need help in the secondary. They could go C.J. Henderson. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that. I guess. Yeah, that's the best player. One of the best players. I mean, that's, so. All right. So now we got the Broncos. Broncos are another squad I am very high on going into next year. Um, I saw their 17-year power rankings. I really like Drew Locke, and I like him because the way he steps into his throws and he's transferring his weight from his right foot to his left foot. Um, Losing Chris Harris is obviously going to hurt the secondary. I feel, however, if the O-line can stay healthy, I actually think they can challenge the Chiefs in the West, and they do have a bell cow running back by adding Melvin Gordon now. I really like what they're doing. And then you put throw in Pat Shermer. And Pat Shermer is one of those guys that is showing he's a really good coordinator. Yeah, say whatever you want about him as a head coach. But as a coordinator, Pat Shermer is very talented at his job. Now, um, they, I think they need a wide receiver to go along with Cortland Sutton. And in the Shermer offense, they do run a lot of play action and look to go vertical. Ruggs is still on the board. I I agree. Like Ruggs, I don't agree with him as a top fifteen wide receiver, but in this scheme, I think he would fit perfectly. Uh, Drew Lock likes has got a cannon of an arm, likes to throw deep. I think he'd fit very well with this offense. Okay, so let's put in Ruggs here. I think he'd be a good fit too. Um, all right. So now we're going to the Falcons. I like the personnel the Falcons have on offense, but I hate Dirk Dirk Cutter. And watching them last year, it was really weird because they would get up and then they'd play fast, and then when they're behind, they'd play slow. And that made no sense to me. And that was one of and they were one of the teams. They were just finding ways to lose games in the during the season too. Yeah. Their defense lost Trufant, uh, Beasley and Campbell. And I really think they need to build with the defense. I think they need a pass rusher. I think they need help in the secondary. They need help with the linebackers. What What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that defense was just a train wreck last season. Yeah. Um, they could just use a lot of help in a lot of places. I would really like if C.J. Henderson fell to them, like in the actual draft. I think he'd fit I, well. I love C.J. Henderson. I think I think in terms of a player you're going to get outside the top 10 that's going to come in and contribute right away, I think he's got to be at the top of, top of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and go ahead. I feel like people that don't like him just try to point to the tackling. and But he's such a good cover corner. Like, he has lockdown potential. Um Oh yeah, for sure. He can lock down. He can lock down ev- anybody. And when they made the switch, oh my god, I'm spacing on the name. The guy that used to coach the Bucks, he was on the offensive side of the ball last year. Then they switched him to the secondary, Johnson. The guy he used to be the head coach of the Bucks, and then he was the tight end coach. And then last year after the bye, they switched him to the secondary coach. He's taking over as a defensive coordinator now, and I really feel like. With Henderson being six feet tall and his long arms, like you said, he's going to be a lockdown cornerback. But unfortunately, 
he's off the board now, so he can't be here. Um, I kind of like. What What do you think of Clavon? Yeah, or is that too, from LSU? Yeah, is that too big yeah. of a stretch there? Do you think they'll go? I think AJ um, S. I can't even pronounce that last name. Epinesa. Epinesa. Yeah, I. This you can't I, you can't take him at sixteen. Mm. Can you? Yeah, I I feel like Jason. I feel like some team is gonna fall in love with his athleticism, and he's for sure going in the top twenty picks. So I'm fine with him going. Okay. All right, so let's take him. All right, so this brings us up to the Dallas Cowboys. Personally, I feel that the window has closed on the Cowboys. Losing Quinn, losing Jones, Frederick retiring. They paid they paid Cooper all that money. They paid Elliott all that money. Plus, the question is Prescott's really the guy. I just I'm really down on the this Cowboys team. And plus, you're adding in Mike McCarthy, and I feel when you add in a coach that's been out of the game for a year, you don't know what he's been doing in that year. He's just been sitting on his ass and eating. Is he been like around the game? I have O line, D line, cornerback, wide receiver, and tight end and pass rusher as their needs. What do you have? Um. Yeah. Cornerback, wide receiver. I definitely need a pass rusher. I thought about Chase on to them before, like uh-huh. looking ahead. I think they would take him if he fell. Um, I kind of feel like the Falcons and Cowboys are kind of like the same team. You know what I mean? I can like, see that. Yeah. Um, all right, so. Who's your cornerback three? My cornerback three. Um, hold on. Let me get my list up here. Out of everything I have in front of me, my personal listings are the one things I don't have. Um, my cornerback number three. I think I, think I had Fullerton. Christian Full. Yeah, I had Wait, Fullerton. I had Fullerton number three. Mm. Who'd you have? Yeah, I have Fullerton number three. Um, I but, think he's could fit in well. I don't. The value, I think, it starts to makes sense here, you know, uh-huh. like it might be a slight reach, but I and think they could trade Fulton's a good player. Yeah, you know? I think he's going to be good. Um, they could actually trade for Adams, but um, let's put in, and that would just boost that secondary because that secondary does need help. So yeah, they I add love Fulton. Jamal Adams. He's one of my favorite Adams. That'd be a pretty good. Se- oh yeah, so let's put Fulton here. All right, so now we're going to go to the Dolphins. We kind of went over what they need and everything. Um, we yeah. had them training up for Herbert, which we both think is a stretch and think they should build with the offensive line. Um, just, to re- just to recoup, we said they needed a quarterback, a running back, O-line, safety, and linebacker help here. Um, do you think this is where Austin Jackson comes off the board to kind of protect the young quarterback, or do you think they go someplace yeah, else? Yeah, I'd be surprised if they didn't take – um, an offensive lineman here, whoever's left on the board, unless it's Ezra Cleveland. You know, like I think they think about Austin Jackson. Here. All right, so let's go Austin Jackson, and then um, now we are back to the Raiders. The Raiders are another team we've talked about. Um, we said they need a defensive line, cornerback, linebacker, and cornerback. We had them take C. Um, 
CD Lamb, a wide receiver, another need, which I forgot to mention. Um, where do you think they go here? Do you think this is kind of where we see a run on cornerbacks, or do you think they look to go someplace else? Yeah, I think um, A.J. Terrell out of Clemson, he really fits their scheme, mm-hmm. and he's that tough, um, gritty cornerback that they kind of like and yeah. want. Do you, um, do you feel, though, like with him struggling so much against LSU, that's going to hurt his draft stock, or...? Cause like that's what I, I thought, but I've been uh, reading up a lot, and teams like him. Like they're not too concerned because they consider a Jamar Chase like an NFL caliber wide receiver already. Yeah. So I've seen a couple mocks where he goes at nineteen. Yeah, I kind of honestly I, it makes I, sense. I like him too. Um, I really feel like just looking at one game to judge somebody, you know, isn't the best thing. And he was he he was being touted a lot higher. I think. Whatever team ends up getting him is going to be pleasantly surprised, and they'll probably end up getting him at a discounted price, too, compared to where he was going at the beginning of the year. Um, so let's put in AJ here. Okay, so now we're to the cluster known as the Jags, another team that we already kind of talked about. Um, quarterback, running back, O-line, tight end. I think basically they need everything. Um so is this just taking whoever's the best on the board right here? I would, I mean, Tua's still lurking, but I kind of feel if they take Tua, then they have to, you know, they, they, yeah, have, to, they have to start him. I mean, I don't see them taking Tua here. I mean, where? I'm thinking uh, they got Epinesa, um, Gross Matos, uh, at a Penn State. Yeah. Maybe rush the passer. So you, you think they go pass rush here? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go with AJ here. Because I, with with Matos, it, I don't know. There's just, there's sometimes when I watch a player, when I say damn, and other times when I'm like, oh, and he's just an O player to me, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, I got you. All right, so let's put AJ in here. And now, now we're to the Browns. We had the Browns trade back to the 21st pick. And the Browns, they need O-line, D-line, linebacker, and safety. Um, O-linemen, I, they could go Cleveland. Cleveland got Cleveland got a real high score on that Wonderleg, which everyone yeah. was blasting too about. Um, do you think they go O-line here, or do you think they maybe addressed... The, the D-line, linebacker, or uh, safety? Where do you think they go there? I think with losing uh, Schobert, or, yeah, I think that's how you say his name, sorry, um, and Kirksey, that oh. they should address the linebacker position, and they technically still got the number two and three guy, uh, number two and three linebackers on the board between Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen, so they get their pick. Which um, one they want. Like... I think long-term Murray is going to be better, but I think short-term Queen will be better, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I that think, makes sense. I mean, so I would personally, I would draft Murray, but I don't know. I agree. I have Murray as my number two guy. Uh-huh. So, so you want to go Murray? You want to go Queen here? Murray? Let's go Murray. All right. Let's go Murray. All right. So we that brings us now to the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the Vikings, to me, are, they lost all their cornerbacks. 
They lost Diggs. They need to keep a wide receiver because Thielen is night and day lining up in the slot versus outside. And when he lines up outside, he's just gets overwhelmed physical with the with the bigger cornerbacks. And now since Kubiak's taking over and calling the plays, they need to add some depth to the offensive line. I have them needing O-line, D-line, wide receiver, and cornerback. What what where do you have the Vikings? Um Vikings are one of those teams that don't have a lot of cap space. So yeah. I could see them either like being really good and really consistent like they always are this year or just falling off a cliff. You know, I feel like it's either one of those two and like missing the playoffs again. Okay. Um, as far as I have all the same needs, wide receiver, they lost all their cornerbacks. So they Everybody. don't really need one. Um, they also have pick 25. We should pay attention to that. So, I mean, they could uh, they could hold off and um, they could go – they could go pass rusher here because they need someone that can get to the cornerback. Um, you think maybe uh, so? Gross Matos. That yeah. 22. Let's go. Let's go. Gross yeah. Matos right here. Okay, sounds good. All right. So now we're to the Patriots. Uh, new era in New England. No more goat. They lost a lot in free agency. Like you said, they have basically zero cap room. Um, the one interesting thing I found out, though, looking back at their past drafts, is. Belichick is awful. I mean, just awful when drafting offensive players. Um, I have their needs as quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, defensive lineman, offensive lineman, and safety. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> that's what I have from them, man. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the Patriot hate coming out in me. But um, in our board right here, I mean, Tua and Jordan Love just fell in their lap. So, I mean, do you think they draft a replacement? you think they go someplace else? I think they – I don't know how much they like Stidham. I um, really don't think they like him that much if they brought in Hoyer, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know personally what to think about him. We haven't seen much of him since his Auburn days, and he looked decent his senior year, not like a franchise QB. He looked decent at best. I mean, like, it wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't, when I watched him play at Auburn, it wasn't like I was like, oh, my God, he's a starter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I really like Jordan Love. I feel when he has the arm strength, he steps into his throws. There was a drop, obviously, with how much he turned the ball over and his focus from two years ago to last year. But I really feel like for Love to have a successful career, he needs to go to a place where he can learn from a good offensive coach, like a Josh McDaniels, and sit for a year. Um, so I think they go Love or Tua with how our board is shaping up. I'm thinking Tua, but okay. I've, cause I know the Colts love Jordan Love. Okay. Um, so I could see them trading up from their second round pick. They have like a, the thirty fourth pick, like an early yeah. second round pick, and then they also have forty four. So I could see them trading up to nab one of these quarterbacks, especially if the board turned out like this. All right. So do you want to have the Patriots take a quarterback, and then or yeah, let's have the Patriots take Tua, and then um, we'll just look be on the lookout for like another trade opportunity. All right. So we got we got Tua going here to the Patriots. 
Now, up to 24 at the Saints. Now, personally, I feel the Saints have the most complete roster in the NFL. And they're in a win-now mode because at most they have Breeze for two more years. The interesting thing with them is Kamara is in his contract year. And I heard a rumor, now granted it was on Twitter, but that the Bills could be trading for Kamara. Um, wow. So I have the Saints need as a wide receiver because I feel they need someone to go on the opposite side of Thomas with Sanders playing in the slot. Cornerback, offense, cornerback, offensive lineman, linebacker, and then I think they should draft a running back later in the draft. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, they definitely need a wide receiver just to like I like that they got Sanders. They need a wide receiver because that offense is so limited by just having Michael Thomas. Like, um, not have a good receiver next to him, you know. Yeah, and Sanders can't play the outside. He's another guy that just plays the slot and plays the inside. So, um, I mean, we got some wide receivers on the board still here. And but I like them taking Patrick Queen, you know, like the LSU to New Orleans connection, and they need a linebacker. I could, I have okay. that as their I, pick. Okay, I, I like that pick too because, like I I feel that linebacker is their biggest position of need. So, um, you know, let's go, uh, let's go Queen here. All right, so now that brings us up back to the Vikings. So I kind of feel now you have to address, you have to either get a cornerback or a wide receiver here. Um, yeah. With it being such a deep um, draft for wide receivers, it kind of makes sense they draft a cornerback here. Which one do you have, or think they'll take? I think I think they'll take Diggs. I'd love if they if they take Gladney though, but I think they'll take Diggs. Yeah, the irony of them taking Diggs, I would love that because Diggs is because <laughs> Stefan's his brother. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. So let, let's. Uh, but yeah, he's a talented guy. Like it shouldn't just be lost in the name. But yeah, he's physical. He's long. He's um, he produced at Alabama. Yeah, he's a first round corner. Dude. All right, so let, let's put Diggs there. I agree with that. And now, now this is a dolphin. This makes sense. Do you want to have the Dolphins trade back with the Colts right here? Yes. Because the, they already they got their offensive lineman. They got Herbert. So, all right. So let's do this trade. So let's go Dolphins trade to the Colts. Boom. Boom. All right, so we'll say they're going to send the 34th, and then I'll just put boom. All right, so now the Colts. You said the Colts love Jordan Love. Obviously, Phillip Rivers is only going to be there for one year. He can come in. He can learn under Frank Wright, who I think is a pretty good offensive coach. Um, So this is pretty much a no-brainer trading up for Jordan Love. Yeah, I think uh, he'd fit in perfectly because that Colts front office and they know how to run a team and yeah. surround a quarterback with good pieces. So, all right. Yeah. So let, let's put uh, let's put Jordan Love here, and now that brings us up to pick number twenty-seven, who are the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Seahawks lost Ziggy and Clowney, so that's going to hurt their pass rush. Um, Wilson and the OC have said they wanted to pass the ball more and open up the playbook, so they could add a wide receiver. Um, I also think that. Something is up with one of their running backs. I think they're going to draft the running back because I think Carson and Penny 
aren't as healthy as the, the front office is letting on. So um, I have their needs as pass rusher, D-line, running back, wide receiver, and O-line. Yeah, I have an O-line as a need. Um, the Seahawks are a weird team because every year I feel like they pick towards the back of the first round mm-hmm. and they just take some random prospect that like is a fourth-round grade. Yeah. But, like, they find production out of him, you know? So, I mean, are you saying, like, they take Josh Jones here, or? Um, I mean, like, where do... I don't know who they're going to take. Like, they're one team that I'm not entirely sure what they're... I mean, I kind of... Where their head's at. I kind of feel like their biggest need is rushing the quarterback. Um, But, I mean, they can't stretch for Lewis or Braun here. That would just be, like... But based on what you said, they could. Um, all right. So they need an offensive lineman. Um, I mean, you think they could go Cleveland here from Boise? Yeah, I could see that. All right, so let's take Cleveland from Boise here. Um, now we're to the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens had a great season last year. The stat that stuck out to me, though, is Lamar threw the ball to – no, excuse me. The tight ends had a 42% target share of Jackson of the balls that Jackson Jackson threw, and they just don't have that wide receiver that will move the chain. Yada retiring is going to hurt the O-line, and them trading for Campbell and only giving up the fifth was basically highway robbery and a way worse trade than the Hopkins trade in my eyes. Um, I have their needs as they need a wide receiver that can move the chains, an offensive lineman to replace um, Yada. I really feel like they really haven't replaced C.J. Mosley yet, and they need someone that can get to the quarterback. Um, what are your thoughts on the Ravens? Um, I think regression is definitely coming, but I still like them to compete for the AFC. Oh, right. for sure. For sure. Um, I think... They'll be benefited from like a lot of uncertainty in the rest of the division because you don't know what the Browns are going to be. You know, yeah. Like we saw that last year. Um, the Steelers, I like them, but Big Ben's coming off a major surgery. He's thirty-eight years old, and then uh, obviously the Bengals are going to get better from last year. But it's still a rookie quarterback. They still got a lot to figure out, and we don't know how good their head coach is. You know, yeah. So yeah. I still like them as contenders or to challenge. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could. I'm not. I'm not saying like they won't. I just no. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just. I just think like they need that wide receiver that can move the chains, and you really saw that in the game against the Titans. They really didn't have a playmaker on the outside. Yeah, you can't. I don't know. You're not going to win a Super Bowl throwing to Willie Sneed. I feel like as because all those guys are just guys that just go, go go routes in my eyes. They just don't have that that guy that that, that can make a play. Um. So, do you want them taking like Denzel Mims at a Baylor, like a big jump ball receiver, very physical? My thing or would with, you rather them like Justin Jefferson, like a slot guy who can get open short? My thing with Mims is I have two things with Mims. Is A, he now I know he like had a broken bone in his hand, but he still dropped too many easy balls for me. He mm-hmm. still had these drops and passes that he shouldn't drop. He's great at high pointing the ball because of his vertical. Um but also, he, there was times like when he was jammed at the line with how physical he was, he was having a tough time getting separation when he was 
jammed in press coverage. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, personally, I have Jefferson higher on my board because he is more too. reliable, and I think he can actually play a little outside in the league. Um. So let's take Jefferson here. Okay, sounds good. All right, so let's take Jefferson. Um, now we're up to the Titans. Um, I'm really this low on this Titan. hometown team. Oh, okay. All right. I, yeah, I live in Tennessee. So, okay. Uh, um, um, well, first of all, um, I'm sorry the Titans are your home team. Um, I Titans are the team. Um, I I made a lot of money betting them last year in the playoffs, but. This year, I really think they're going to struggle. Um, I think letting Conklin go is going to bite them. I just don't like how they played their offseason. Um, letting Logan Ryan go, I think, is going to hurt them. I'm not a Tannehill guy. You got a guy who's coming off, who's had two knee, two knee um, injuries, and he's had a shoulder injury where his velocity is not the same. And Derrick Henry can't catch the ball. He's a zero factor in the, in the passing game. And anytime you're behind, he's off the field because he he's, he can't catch. So I just really feel like they – I feel they shouldn't have paid that money to him. I have their needs as a running back, O-line, pass rusher, defensive line. And uh, I think they need another wide receiver to go next to Brown. And just because I hate Tannehill, I put quarterback. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with like literally everything you said. I Living in Tennessee – a lot of Titans fans are just very irrational. Like, they think um, that they're true Super Bowl contenders, which I know they got close, like, props on them. They had a wonderful, amazing postseason run. But before that, they were a 9-7 team that just caught fire. Like, and they got a lot of breaks playoffs. to go their way. They got an insane amount of breaks to go that way, and the breaks they got, I don't I Yeah, just don't imagine if the help. Dolphins don't beat the Patriots. I don't know. Yeah, they just like, got a lot of stuff won't go their way. I mean, at the end of the day, that's basically what happened, and they took advantage of it. So you can't you can't fault them. Um, with them franchise tagging uh, Derrick Henry, I would love to see them. Not now, obviously, because they, I don't think it's good value to take a running back. Well, like one of the running backs right now, but take like AJ Dillon in like the fourth round. I love AJ Dillon, supreme big bodied Derrick Henry type running back. I at like love the fourth round fraction of the cost. Like I would fit. And the thing. Uh, yeah. Oh no! Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I was just raving about like if they took that pick. I love Dylan, and the thing with Dylan is just because BC didn't pass the ball that much, everyone's like he can't catch the ball. Well, when they threw him the ball, he caught it. You know what I mean? So this fallacy that people have that he can't catch the ball, I think, is a total false fallacy, and. With Dylan, you would get that big back, and he would be able to be in there during passing downs, during passing situations. Um, so, I mean, we're looking at our board right here. Um, it's kind of interesting board. We have um, – where, where do you think they're going to go here, man? I mean, they're, they're your home team. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking offensive tackle, you can never have enough like, like to replace – um, Conklin, right, maybe so, Josh Jones out of Houston. What right, do you think so, about that? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that because so let's go. Let's put Jones in there. All right, so now we're up to thirty. Um, 
in my eyes, the Packers, which had the 30th pick, overachieved last year in my eyes. Um, Devontae Adams, I, I feel, is their only receiving threat they have. And um, both Jones and Williams are in the final year of their contract. I also feel that losing Blake Martinez is going to hurt their linebacking core. And they also lost the uh, the O-lineman, too, um, to the Chargers. I'm spacing on his name. Yeah. So um, I think they need a wide receiver, a tight end, offensive lineman, and linebacker. Where where you got the Packers? Mm, Yeah, they definitely need another wide receiver. And their front office, I don't really understand what they're doing at the wide receiver position because they're signing all these guys that are incredibly redundant, like super tall trees, jump ball receivers. Like they have no real slot option. Um, Yeah, they just have like... Like, functious. Like, what? what is that, dude? Like, yeah, like, why? Why? Like, it makes zero sense. A bunch of practice squad level replacement wide receivers that are all one-trick ponies, to say. Yeah. And then, on how our board's breaking out, like, Denzel Mims is the top wide receiver on the board. Yeah. He's good, but, like, he's almost the same wide receivers they have, you know? Like, I don't know. What about... See, I kind of... I don't know. I have certain wide receiver guys I like, certain wide receiver guys I don't like. Mims falls into the wide receiver corp that I don't like. But the guy that I kind of do like is um T Higgins. I um I know he's got I, some... I think he's better than which than uh, Mims. I know, but he's got he's got a couple injury concerns that I I don't know if a team will take him in the first round because of that. Um I mean he, he's physical, he has long arms, he's got length, and um, he's got the ability to catch those 50-50 balls. And I think he can, he's a better route runner than Mims in my eyes. Um, I would kind of lean toward T. Higgins here. Or I don't know if this is just my bias toward Mims talking or what. No, I think T. Higgins all season, he was a higher rated than Mims, and Mims blew up at the combine. Okay. Um, a lot of people, I mean, Brett Coleman's a very respected YouTuber, uh, football community analyst. He released a video on Mims, and a lot of people have been super high on Mims ever since. But I think T. Higgins, he showed what he can do. Um, oh, I like got I said, he's a little redundant, though. But I still think they need a wide receiver, like a, a starting caliber wide receiver. So let's go T. Higgins. Here. Let's go T. Higgins. Speaking of Mims, I got lit up on social media today because I – Told someone what I thought of Mims, he totally like lit into me. But that's another thing. But oh, Twitter debates are fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, so we got the 49ers. To me, we talked about this earlier. I just don't trade see how they don't trade down. I think the perfect team. Well, when I played this out in my head, there'd be more offensive linemen available. Yeah. So. Um, I really thought the team that made the most sense was the Rams because the um, the Rams, what do the Rams, the Rams have a couple second round picks that are right next to each other. They have the 52nd and the, and the 57th. So, I mean, they could trade both those and move up to the, to the 31st. I don't know if that'd be too much to give up for a first round pick or not. I mean, it kind of depends what they value here. Because the Rams, to me, are one of those teams that are a poster child for not extending people too soon. 
and now they're they just don't have talent. Um, so I I don't know maybe the Rams could move up um, or the Bills. What what do you think? Um, I like what we said earlier of them trading down, but I'm trying to find the perfect trade candidate based on what we have available still. And I, I don't know who's. I know if they did make this pick, I would like them to take like Jalen Johnson out of Utah or like Jeff Gladney. I think they both fit in. And when you look at their roster, a lot of their cornerbacks are going to be free agents in the upcoming years. So they may want to take one. But yeah, like I said, could. it's a deep and corner. The, and, then they could, corner and then they could just try to trade Brita and a uh, future third and move in. You know, so um, Yeah, but do you, if you find a good trade partner, I'm more than willing for them to I trade mean, down. But I don't know who's going to... I would love my Lions to get Cesar Ruiz. I just don't know if the Lions would move up from, I mean, basically five picks out, you know, just to draft him. Yeah, I don't think, that, I don't think they would. Um, I mean, looking at teams that need a, uh, a wide receiver... Um, I mean, I don't think I, I just don't. I I think this is kind of like a a dead part of the draft with how, with what's left on the board. Actually, you know what? Let's have the Rams trade up, and let's have the Rams take uh, Caesar Ruiz. All right, sounds good. Because they they need they need offensive line help. So, um, so let's have the Rams trade up. So, what do you think? What, what should we have the Rams send? Um, let me look at it. So the Rams send a. Well, if we're 52nd and 84th. Yeah, that works. Uh, let's see if this one accepts it. All right, trade was accepted. All right. So the Rams are going to come in now, and the Rams are going to take. Um, they're going to take Caesar. So now we got the Chiefs. Um, this is how I look at it with the Chiefs. Chiefs know if Jones is going to sign the franchise tag or not. Okay, so if Jones is not going to sign the franchise tag, they need to address a pass rusher in the draft. Um, I think losing Fuller to the Redskins is going to hurt the secondary. Also, I don't think they are sold on Damian Williams as a lead running back. Hence, they brought in old man McCoy. Um, I have cornerback, linebacker, pass rusher, offensive line, and running back as their needs. Yeah, I agree. I um, I could see them taking Swift. Okay. But I could also see them taking like Gladney or Johnson, one of them who falls. Or I mean, if they both fell, like one of those two. I'll be honest, like, with the running backs, I mean, I really, between Swift, Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, or Akers, and I actually think Akers will be the best pro out of all four of those. um, Really? Yeah, I I love Cam Akers, man, especially if he goes to a place where, like, the off, the, um, the uh, OC can get him in space and use him more in the passing game. I think he's going to really excel. Um, I 
I think out of those four guys, you can just kind of hold off. I mean, because I really don't... None of those guys are like, oh, you have to have them. Yeah, I mean... We're seeing more and more in the NFL. You don't have to take a running back in the first round and like be successful. Uh-uh. Like, and like the thing um, with so running backs... definitely hold off, which is why I want them to go corner. All right. But I, I do think Swift would fit great with... Oh, yeah. I think Swift, would, I think Swift would fit better than Taylor in that system. And the other yeah. thing with running backs is... At the end of the day, it comes down to who's in front of you blocking and what system it actually is. Because if, yeah. if you have trash blocking you, you're not going to be that good. Um, so do you, you want to go Swift or you want to go Gladney? Let's go Gladney. All right. All right. So we are done with the first round. Um, this kind of turned out a little interesting. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we got some interesting – it kind of – I mean, I didn't have the... Yeah, we had no safeties go. Yeah, which was a little interesting. Mims is still on the board, which we'll probably get hated on for, but, you know, we're just not Mims people. Um, So another thing I wanted us to do is, um, because both of us are kind of into breaking down players and kind of finding that diamond in the rough, um, getting some uh, late-round sleepers. And, um, so I got two, you got two. Why don't you give one? I'll give one. You give one. I'll give one. All right. Um, my first one is going to be Jamichael Hasty, a running back out of Baylor. Um, he's five, eight, 205 pounds, but he runs with so much aggression. He like sheds arm tackles. Um, he can cast the ball. He's just very talented and he can fit in a variety of schemes, but he'd work best with like an outside zone scheme. So he, mm-hmm. um, put him at like the 49ers, even though they have an abundance of running backs, but just like scheme wise, he'd fit perfectly or like the Packers or the Vikings, any team that runs that outside zone scheme, mm-hmm. you can have him at a day three price. Cause he's going anywhere from rounds five to seven. Yeah. And he could fit in it and produce immediately, you know, mm-hmm. like which, that's the name of the game in the NFL nowadays, finding players at a value in yeah. later rounds. And I think he could fit in and be very good. I mean, do you think um, the Panthers could take a run out of him? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I and mean, they need... Give McCaffrey yeah. some rest and make sure he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. And plus, college coaches there now, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, my... My guy on the offensive end was Darylton Evans. Um, I watched way too much Sunbelt football last year, obviously because really? I bet on it. Um, with with Evans, you have a home run hitter, and he can score a touchdown anytime he gets the ball. Um, he's explosive, straight line runner, tough to tackle in one-on-one situations in the open field, and his footwork is really good, especially in tight spaces. He's a good... He's a good pass catcher, and he's surprisingly pretty good at running routes, too. Um, and he also, when he started off his career, he he was a kick returner. So since he's willing to be a kick returner and good at it, like you said, it's important to be able to get onto the field right away. So he can come in right away, and he can be the kick returner, and he can be a change of pace back. His weakness is his body size is going to scare off some team since he is a little smaller 
and isn't that physical. He'll need to really improve his technique with his pass blocking to hold up against the bigger guys. Um, and since he his yardage after he got wrapped up really wasn't there since he is a little bit smaller. Um, if he can find a team that can have an OC that will create or will put him in space with a lot of swing passes... Um, just because of his speed and his home run ability, I, I think he'll flourish. Like a team like yeah. the Saints, like if the Saints take him in the sixth round, oh, I think there, I think there'll be games where he'll he'll just have those like two touchdown games out of nowhere. I think the yeah, Saints would be a perfect fit for him. incredibly productive running back at App State. Perfect fit for him. All right, what, what defensive guy are you working with? I like the linebacker David Woodward out of Utah State. He's not getting any hype at all, really. I see him most times going sixth or seventh round in most mocks. Yeah. Um, and I, I get it. He played at Utah State. Um, he's a 6'2", 230 linebacker, not that big, not that athletic, which really isn't the name of the game. But, man, can he play? Like, he was just great at reading what the, uh, the offense was doing and then taking great angles in pursuit, like, to make up for his lack of athleticism. Um, just a big fan, and the college production was there. Like he, uh, hold on one second. I had some stats to pull up about him. Give me one second. There's certain guys that are ball hawks, and he's just a ball hawk. Yeah. Um, in 19 games, he had 227 tackles, 17 and a half for loss, and seven sacks. And I'm not always like a numbers guy, uh-huh. but those stats don't lie. Like he just had a sixth sense of where the ball was going to and finding it. And yeah, he's not the best at man coverage, but he had very good zone coverage instincts um, from what I saw. So I really like him. And Plus, the NFL, like their official combine thing, has it as a chance to make the end of the roster or like a practice squad. That's the grade they gave him. But I, I, I have a day two grade on him. Like he's that good to me. He's versatile. He can play inside. He can play outside. And um, I have in my notes right here, um, he's good at he, – he can blitz too. So, I mean, you have a zone guy and a guy that can blitz. I I, I, I like him. I think he can be a good good fit too. Um, my next guy – my defensive guy I have um, is Harrison Hand. Um, I like guys that come from a football family. His cousin had a Turk – McBride had a seven-year career in the NFL. Um, his cousin Perez played at USC. Um, he was the number-rated DB in New Jersey his senior year. He went to Baylor. But when Brown, the coach, left to go to Temple, he followed him there. Hand is a physical back. He's great at defending, great in the screen game, good in zone coverage, very good eye discipline, great size, great athleticism. His defense is defending the long ball. He's not the best at backpedaling. And it would I watched a co- I watched a couple film sessions last week during during my lockdown. That's how I've been spending my sessions, just watching film on guys. Temple really didn't use him in press coverage, which I really found weird with all his physical tools. I like him to be able to come in right away because he is physical and he can tackle and play zone and be that nickel the nickel guy in coverage, but I feel later on in his career, he's going to transition to safety more. Mm, yeah, I could see that with 
his height and weight and his physical physicality. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna be a good find. I, I mean, I think he'll probably go like fourth round. I'm just looking at our draft board really quick. We got some guys that people were high on still on the board. We got Swift, Mims, Taylor, and McKinney still on the board. The reason I like to follow you is because your takes aren't cookie cutter. It, like you can tell when people just read stuff and when people actually look at this stuff and I feel you do the work. That's why I think they're like this. Cause I feel both you and I actually put the work in and actually use our, our own eyes and not other people's eyes. Yeah. I definitely appreciate that. Um, I see you do like a lot of work and a lot of scouting. Your takes are, I agree with most of your takes and it's not just about agreement, but I see that you put the time and the work ethic into it. I think for our board, we just see the devaluing of running backs that's been happening recently in mm-hmm. the NFL, which explains Swift and Taylor. I mean, some team, if they go, they're probably going late in the in the first round. So I don't, I'm fine with that. As far as Mims, yeah, I would say he'll probably be drafted in the first round. It was just between him or like an offensive tackle, and most of the times we went offensive tackle for a team, you know. But also like. Sense. I also feel there is going to be a wide receiver. And now, granted, I don't know which one, since the depth is so big, he's going to fall on the board. Yeah, teams might be like, oh, I can get a Chase Claypool in the third round, or oh, I can get a Michael Pittman in the second round, you know? Oh. So they might. And I yeah, think like, both those two, I think both those two are going to be good at the NFL level. I really, I really want Claypool to switch to tight end permanently. Like, I think he would just be a matchup nightmare for any linebacker that tries to cover. Oh, really? I think they should keep him. At, I think they should keep him at wide receiver just because I don't know if his inline blocking. I don't know if he would be able to inline block. I think Pittman's willingness to play special teams. Well, he'll get on the field earlier, and when they see what kind of athlete he is, I think he'll. That will help him play wide receiver earlier, if that makes sense. Looking at some of the other day two guys, who are some of your favorites that are still on the board? Day two guys. So we're talking here second round. I kind of like, I, I, I really like Akers, man. I like, I, I really, I'm a key, I'm a, I'm an Akers truther. I think his situation in Florida State was awful. And I think the fact he was actually able to produce with such a crappy coach, such a crappy quarterback, such a crappy offensive line, and you put that guy surrounded by talent and a competent coaching staff, I think he's going to bloom. I think he's going to take off. Florida State was in shambles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Florida State's awful. I love offensive line. I could talk offensive line for days because I really feel that's where football is won in the trenches. And I love Lloyd Cushenberry from LSU. I feel a lot of people give Burrow the, the, the credit, and rightfully so, but the way Cushenberry was able to control that offensive line, get the reads out and everything out, because he was the quarterback of that offensive line, and Burrow barely got hit, I think he's going to be a great find, and he probably won't go to the third or fourth round. Yeah. Um, I'm releasing like something tomorrow, like a post tomorrow, like my guys of the NFL draft. Uh-huh. And a lot of them are actually still available on day two. Like Grant Delpit, I just okay. love his athleticism and versatility. Like I see like Derwin James-esque, you know, like I think he can be that level of playmaker on a defense. 
I'm not too concerned about like his tape this year because I still think he played well. Uh, I think once he gets to the next level, I think those motor concerns might disappear because I, I don't. LSU was just like the game was easy for them in a way. Like, they didn't have too many close games, you know. Which I hate to say that. Like I always want to see a prospect give it their all, but I don't know. Grant Delpit, like uh, he's one of my favorite prospects. Jalen Johnson, the cornerback from Utah. Yeah. He's like long, um, very good in man coverage. He might be one of those people that grabs too much, like in the first year as he's trying to adjust to the pro game. Yeah. But I really like him. He's one of my favorite cornerback prospects in the entire draft. And then Tyler Biadesh, the center from Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. Um, I think earlier in the year, he was getting first-round consideration, but he's dealt with some injuries and stuff like that. But he's going in the third round a lot of mocks, and I have a late first-round grade on him. I'm a big fan because he was an excellent run blocker, can play guard, can play center, not overly physical, but just very good technique, very good at pulling, and just has a good command and feel for the game. So those are some of mine. I mean, like, I've been posting, like, I, some deep sleepers I like, and I posted this morning. The tight end I, I really, really like that I think is going to be, like, good at the next level is Sullivan from LSU. And, I mean, I posted it today on my, my Instagram feed. I just think he's going to be able to come in and play right away because he's so good at running routes and then his willingness to learn to block. And then when I found out more about his history about being homeless, parents in jail, I just felt I just fell more in love with the kid. And I really think oh, like wow. I didn't even know all that. Oh yeah, like his parents were in jail and him and his brother were like literally living under a bridge. And when you get a player and you Everyone, everyone in college wants to go to the NFL. That's the goal. And you get a player that is willing to change positions his senior year, the unselfishness, that, and then you have the character to overcome having your parents go to jail and you and your older brother living under a bridge. Now, granted, like, his youth football coach, like, saw him one day and, like, after practice and like a family event, a family took him in and everything. And he, w- he wasn't homeless throughout his whole um, high school career. But when you're 10 and 11 to overcome that, I mean, dude, yes. learning how to lot. block, learning how to block is going to be effing simple. And he, you get him in a two tight ends, two tight end set. Oh, I, I mean, I love that kid. Love that kid. In fact, if I know my lions got, Hawk, but if they could take him, oh, I'd love it. Love it. Um, but hey, man, I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed the back and forth, the sharing ideas and everything. We should definitely uh, definitely do this again, man. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was nice to have someone to talk sports with. I know I'm with my family sometimes, and they're just like, I don't care too much you know, like about the depth I want to go into. So oh. definitely it was good to have someone else who's knowledgeable and wants to talk sports. So, yeah, I would love to do this again, like maybe closer to the season or maybe just after the draft or something like that. Oh, yeah, we can go um, after the draft and we can, like, go through um, what we like, what we dislike, um, maybe find an undrafted player or something. We could we could definitely do that. Um, yeah, so let's yeah, plan uh, after I'm the draft. College, or I'm 
in college right now, but like I'm finishing up the school year okay. in like the coming weeks, so like I'll have plenty of free time. So like just hit me up one day and I could film it, film an impromptu one or like schedule something out. Like okay, yeah, I'm yeah. free for most of the time. So. Sounds good, man. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, you know we'll talk soon. All right, sounds good. Talk to you, man. There you have it, Sterling from Silver Star Sports came on and we just broke down the NFL draft first round gave a couple guys we like in the second round and some deep sleepers if you're not following them go ahead give them a follow one of the best guys you can follow on social media breaks everything down real in-depth guy knows what he's talking about and him and I will be back as we were just talking about after the draft and we'll break down picks and one team's got it right and one team's got it wrong until then we'll talk to you guys later